What's good, everybody? Damian Lillard is headed to the Milwaukee Bucks. But how does this move affect the Eastern Conference? How does it affect the Wizards? And should the Wizards been the third team in a deal? Let's talk about it. Let's chop it up tonight. Next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Now, trade has finally happened on the Damian Lillard front. Damian Lillard is headed to Milwaukee. So we're going to look at the trade real quick. And we're going to talk about how does it affect the Eastern Conference? Are they the top team? Is Boston the top team? We're going to talk about it. Then how does it affect the Washington Wizards? And should they have been the third team in the trade to offload some of these aspiring deals and get some of these young guys playing minutes? We're going to talk about it. But looking at the trade real quick, um, the Milwaukee Bucks received Damian Lillard. The Portland Trailblazers get Drew Holiday, which he's probably going to be reflipped. DeAndre Ayton, Tumani Kamara, a 2029 first-round pick, and a pick swap. And the Phoenix Suns get Yusef Nurkic, Nasir Little, Keon Johnson, and Grayson Allen. So real quick, um, who won the trade? And does this make the Milwaukee Bucks a favorite to come out of the East? Yeah, I think the Bucks won the trade. I think they, they got the best player in the trade in Damian Lillard. Uh, Giannis was – there was a bunch of rumors and reports that he may not sign an extension or he may be looking elsewhere after a few years. I got to look at his contract and see how many years are left on his contract. But he was basically putting their feet to the fire and putting a lot of pressure on their front office. Um, he kind of did what what we wanted the Wizards to do when they had John Wall. John Wall was asking for Paul George and just asking yeah. for more talent at that time. And, you know, the Bucks came through and, and they, they pulled through for Giannis. Now, the Wizards missed out. They did try to get Kevin Durant at the time. They missed out. They whipped on him. They whipped on Al Horford. But uh, the Bucks, they made something happen. And, and it's so funny how these trades always happen. Like, the Heat were connected this whole time. There's yeah. reports that Damian Lillard would not – if he was not traded to the Heat, he would request a trade to the Heat. So, he was playing hardball. So, uh, Jimmy Butler went on Instagram and went on social media and said that there was tampering. And, you know, he said the NBA needs to investigate the Bucks. So, well, I don't know what conversations were had. I guess Damian Lillard might have had a conversation with Giannis. Giannis probably recruited him. You know, players talk at this time. It's off season, So, it's a good move for the Bucs, man. I know Drew Holiday's a good player, but he was talking about retiring. So you get a guy in Damian Lillard yeah. who is, is just an offensive juggernaut. You know how clutch he is, Dame time, uh, you know, always point at the clock on his hand. So they're going to be a nasty duo. They are. And they, they keep Chris Middleton. They keep Brooke Lopez. They have Bobby Portis off the bench. They did trade Grayson Allen, but they still have they still have depth. They still have talent on the roster. Um, they still have guys that can defend and, and play around Giannis. They got shooters around Giannis. So, that team is going to be really, really good, man. It, it, it's going to be nasty that they have uh, a top 10 player in Damian Lillard, and then you have an MVP candidate in, in Giannis, and you still have a really good um, all-star caliber player at times in Chris Middleton. When he's healthy, he's, he's clutch as well. So, um, But, yeah, looking at the Suns, they got Nurkic. They just wanted to move on from Aiton. Uh, yeah. Aiton, it just didn't work out there. You know, he had a, he's had a solid career, but he hasn't lived up to the number one pick. Of course, Luca being drafted after him and Trey Young, so those guys have just had better careers. And you know, he he was on the bench in the playoffs. He got benched in the playoffs two years in a row. Monty Williams benched him in the playoffs. 
Uh, Landell was getting more playing time than him. So they got some depth with Nasir Little, Keon Johnson, Grayson Allen. And then the Blazers, they start their rebuild with Scoot Henderson. Like you said, they're going to move Drew Holiday. Uh, Tumani Kamara, they got a first-round pick. You, you think they would get more from Damian Lillard a little bit, but I think Drew Holiday, you can flip him for, for uh, possibly a first-round pick. DeAndre Ayton, yeah. you know, he's a big that can work out with Scoot Henderson. If, and if they don't really like DeAndre Ayton, I still think you can flip DeAndre Ayton for a first possibly. So, um, yes, the Bucks are the – everybody's looking up at the Bucks right now. The Bucks won the championship two years ago, two or three years ago. They got Dame Lillard. They did improve. Um, and they got a they got a clutch guy that can shoot the ball now. Now they can't really hack at Giannis. Giannis can give the ball up to Dame in a clutch to finish games for them. So and that that can be the separation for the, against the Miami Heat because they struggled against the Heat. They lost to the Heat when Giannis Giannis went down. They just didn't really have an answer. Now if Giannis does miss a game or two in the series, I think Dame Lillard is a guy that can carry them past the Heat. I think they're I think they're better than the Celtics right now. Um, so it's really just, and they, they surpass the Sixers too. I think they're better than the Sixers. I think they're, they're at the top of the East right now. Yeah. I'm going to say that everybody wins. Cause I think it kind of fits everybody's timeline. Right. I mean, if you look at the bucks, like you said, with Giannis kind of up in the air, whether he's going to sign an extension or not, you needed a marquee guy to be his running mate. Right. Damian Lillard is that guy. I mean, a guy literally can shoot from the logo, man. Like, I mean, he's mm-hmm. just, he does that electric guy, man. Um, looking at the Blazers side of things. Um, yeah, I'd see them reflipping Drew Holiday, but DeAndre Ayton is still really young, man, and he could be that center of the future for a young team. Because um, if you look at Portland now, Scoot Henderson at the point, shit is sharp. I mean, Anthony Simons. I mean, it's not bare out there, and it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Grant. Whether Grant is still part of the, you know, Jeremy Grant is still part of the long term vision, but they have very intriguing young roster, man. So it fits your timeline. And you know, looking at the Suns, you know, obviously with um, the real deal going over to Phoenix. And making and forming a big three, they're trying to fill out the bench. And you know, your Nurkic is going to be a solid center for them. Now, if he can stay healthy, um, Grayson Allen is definitely a guy who can is a three and D guy. Uh, Nazir Little can play, and Keon Johnson is an intriguing young guy. So I think everybody won. Now, looking at the Bucks, does it make them the favorite in the East? I don't know yet. I don't know how the fit's going to be with you know. It's, it, they're definitely a better team. You know, Dane Lillard is blo- is box office, man. I mean, he's just – the guy can score. He's just – he's got the moxie. He's just – he's going to fit in well with Giannis, man. But defensively, you know, they, t- they do take a slight step back. Drew Holiday was more – was a better defender. Not a better player, but a better defender. Um, Their bench, Grayson Allen, is going to is going to be a hit. Um, Because, you know, if you look at their bench, who who really fills out the bench now? Connington, because you expect the two guard is probably going to be Malik Beasley. Um. Middleton at the three, Giannis at the four, and then um, so Brooke Lopez, or but you know, like I said, Bobby Porter, six man. So, but they took a slight hit in the bench as far as depth, which you know, in championship teams, man, depth is power. But I think in the long run, it's a really, really good deal for Milwaukee. I think it's gonna because obviously they're trying to get the, the Greek freak to stay in Milwaukee. I get it. <laughs> um, and the, you know, like you said, every trade's got that dark horse. You know, they they said this last week, there's that one team that is interested, and everybody's waiting on who see who it was. And so I think it's a solid pickup. I think everybody wins. But looking at the East, you know, how do they match up with Boston? We'll see. Um, you know, how do they match up against Philly? We'll see. I mean, because James Harden could be the next domino to fall. You know, there's still a little friction in, in Philadelphia. So we may see a deal that, you know, sending him to the Clippers or wherever it may be. So, but they're definitely in the talk as far as the top three in the East. Now, you, you mentioned, uh, we were talking about before the show, man, you mentioned Miami. Miami, Oh man, it, it echoes the Knicks for Donovan Mitchell, man. We were talking about it, you know, that deal that just 
you know, Pat Riley's hard, man, but I think this deal could come back to haunt them, man, because I thought that Lillard could have been that final piece for a finals run, you know, especially teaming up with Jimmy Butler in the entourage there in Miami. So, yeah, everybody wins, but um, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting how this top three, the top five teams in the East really shake up. You know, does Philly make a deal with James Harden? But they're definitely a better team. This is going to be fun to watch. You know, the Greek freak, uh, Damian Lillard, um, so yeah, I, I agree. You know, the Bucks out of everybody, I guess they win the most because of the talent, but everybody wins, everybody got what they needed as far as their timeline. So um, we're gonna ask the question: how does this affect the Wizards though? And should the Wizards have been that team, that third team, the offload, these aspiring deals? We're gonna talk about that next. Before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by DoorDash Grocery. Missing the syrup for your pancakes or just ran out of your favorite coffee creamer? With DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you can get what you want right when you need it love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door with doordash grocery delivery you can stock up for a week or so and order last minute cravings conveniently burn your last piece of toast avocado's gone bad or is the hot sauce bottle empty try grocery delivery from doordash you'll get everything you want delivered when you need it right to your door if you trust the doordash to deliver your restaurant favorites now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. Want even more value? You can save all, on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery free on all eligible orders with Door or Dash Pass membership. So get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to $20 value when you use code Locked on NBA checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% off. Up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter promo code Locked on NBA. Don't forget, that's code Locked on NBA for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. And thank you for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow. We are going to do a look at the depth chart and see how everything shakes up. Where does how many minutes does Shemek get? Where does Johnny Davis and Bilal Kulabali fall into place? We're going to talk about that and more next episode. So let's get into it. Now, looking at the Wizards, obviously, um, we, we just reacted to the press conference from Michael Wink, uh, and Will Dawkins about, you know, development being the key. You know, there is a rebuild. So if at all, how does this trade affect the Washington Wizards going forward? Well, yeah, we talked about – us being a, a third team or the Heat have an interest in Landry Shamet or in Daniel Gallinari and, and some of our veterans. So uh, that's kind of – this was the trade for it to happen. So that kind of tells – and I, I was saying that I, I didn't think that they were going to trade any of the veterans before the season started. You just kind of listen to Will Dawkins and him talk, and I, I just had the vibes that they weren't going to trade any, any of them. So now the only way it could happen is if James Harden gets traded, and I think it's going to take a little bit longer with James. I think that that situation may get drawn out. We'll see because training camp starts, media day starts. It could get toxic. Um, the whole Daryl Daryl Morey is a liar thing, so it's a toxic situation. They may not <laughs> want to be around that. They may try to just move him as quickly as possible. We don't know if he's going to come in overweight. Uh, so there's a lot of factors with James Harden. He's, he's definitely going to do what he can to get himself out of there and make it an uncomfortable situation. So uh, yeah, it's looking tougher. I think that was our opportunity to possibly move Shemet or possibly move Gallinari just to be tacked on as a third team. Or in the Suns took advantage of that. They they came in. They wanted to move Aiton. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think we missed our opportunity with that. I think they're but they'll find a way to move guys and get get some some assets for some of the veterans. 
Um, but yeah, I mean that that was that was our opportunity, and um, they they made moves elsewhere. With the Bucks jumping in there, it kind of made it weird and wonky. So yeah, it wasn't because in in the Heat, they, it just played hardball. That Pat Riley, he just really values his guys. He values Tyler Hero so much. He acts like Ty, Tyler Hero is the next coming of Michael Jordan or something. Like his trade value is so high to the point where he won't even throw him in a Damian Lillard. He just plays hardball too much. He was he was playing hardball with Bradley Bill. Uh, and the Suns came out of nowhere. So it's really Pat Riley's fault that the Heat haven't really improved. You know, I mean, he 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 has opportunities to get better guys in there, but he plays hardball, you know, because he was he didn't want to he didn't want to put Nikola Jovic in the in the trade deal for Bradley Bill. That was the reports. And even Haywood Highsmith, he was hesitant <laughs> to put Haywood Highsmith in the trade. I mean, that's how much ha- of hardball Pat Riley was playing. So uh, Jimmy Butler, he shouldn't be mad about tampering. He he should just look at his front office right now and just see that they're they're really they're really coveting their guys a little too much. But to answer your question, yeah, that, that, I think that was our best opportunity to to move guys earlier earlier than than the season. Yeah, I agree. I think you know, like you said, if there was a chance for us to flip some of these aspiring deals, uh, deal for Damian Lillard or James Harden was definitely the opportunity to do so. So we, I think we missed uh, missed an opportunity because we're still, you know. We we often talk about before the deadline, after the deadline, we gotta let the you know their player. We gotta let the um the play of some of these aspiring deals unfold to the deadline to really move them at this point. Now you know James Harden could still get moved, and we could still try to beat that third team, but I just think we're we're set right now till the deadline. Um, but how does it affect us long term? Um, in the, in the short term, not so much. Look, we're rebuilding. I mean, <laughs> we weren't trying to compete, so it's not like you're really does anything to us in the short term but the long term if you look at a lot of these top teams in the east man they're getting older or they're going to be facing difficult choices within the next three years and if you look at the timeline you know for us to emerge as a in the future as a team to be contend you know thing it, it, it meets the timeline you know look at milwaukee Giannis ain't getting younger you know damian lillard man he's getting up there so this is his last chance to try to get a ring you know if you look at other teams like boston um are they going to be able to afford jason Tatum? you know does you know they, they gave Brown the Supermax, you know, what's that say about Tatum and his extension? Um, I think this question, especially 76ers, you know, if they move James Harden, you know, what's the timeline of MB wants to get moved? Because look, <laughs> we were talking before, man, the process, you know, that that rebuild, have they really got any results out of that? I mean, at what point does MB want to get moved, man? Because they tried mm-hmm. and tried and tried, you know. So right now, I think this is a perfect move to a certain degree for the Wizards because look, these top teams are getting older. You know, and, and there's going to be a lot of changes. So, yeah, we're in a rebuild. It doesn't affect us too much. But going forward, you very well could see the hierarchy of these conference change within the next three to four years. And, you know, with proper development, the Wizards could be that team to take that jump. So that's how I see them kind of affecting the Wizards long term. Uh, but, yeah, they definitely should have. In my opinion, I'm with you, man. They should have been the third team. Um, Shamet, we got to see what we've got in Johnny, man. You know, it's Johnny, because Johnny, this this year, in my opinion, is going to dictate whether he's a part of this organization not next year. You know, this is a showing out party for him. Bilal, you know, the first draft pick for this new front office, they got to get him in this. So there, there's a lot of, you know, they got to make moves, man, eventually. You know, and not saying they got to do it now, but the aspirants are, are going to get moved at some point. So whether they're waiting on the right deal, but James Harden, look, if, he's, if there's a chance that he gets traded, they need to get on the phone and they need to be that third team. Or fourteen, you need to be involved because, to me, you know, Lance Schmidt, he can play, but look, it's a rebuild. I'm, I'm trying to move them and see what Johnny. Because my emphasis is seeing what Johnny Davis could do. Because if he ain't it, then we, we got to see what we can do as far as getting 
some kind of value out of him or maybe throwing him into a trade because look, it's a mm-hmm. rebuild, man. It's a valuation. So that's where I made E. I, I'm with you, man. It's, we should have definitely been the third team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have liked for that to happen, but I think they probably looked at our guys and they didn't really value them much. Now you look at the oh, the trade right here. I know Nasir Little was involved. Uh, Nasir Little, he's a, he's a he's an okay player. I think he's a good bench depth piece. Same thing yeah. with Keon Johnson. He's a young developing player. He's a good depth piece as well. And uh, Grayson Allen is a good uh, defender as well. So um, those those guys, uh, they're 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 fine players. And the guys that we got, you know, they're they're kind of middle tier players as well. So I think yeah, they they could have been thrown in. But the thing is, they they got the Blazers got Aiton. And the Suns got the Suns got Nurkic, so they 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 if if it was us, they probably would have had to ask for Gafford. But they're like like our our guys just don't have much trade value. They really yeah. don't. That's that's the thing. And I'm not saying that you know Nasir Little has a bunch of trade value and Keon Johnson, but I think they're looking at our guys and they just weren't appealing to them as much as some of the other offers that they had. So that's the thing against us as well. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens with James Harden. Some some might cook out, cook, cook up out of nowhere. Some random team because it's been the Clippers the whole time. You never know. Some random team might try to get them. Uh, I know Mark Spears came out with a with a report saying that Damian Lillard was open to playing for Brooklyn after the trade don'ts went went nowhere. So you just never know who's lurking behind the scenes. What teams are talking about behind the scenes? So there may there may be a mystery team. Uh, looking for James Harden's services, so um, yeah, I mean the 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 Bucks right now they are the top team in the Eastern Conference. Uh, the Celtics are up there. The Heat are still up there. They're still respectable, so I think I think they're still always going to be competitive. Uh, the Sixers, I think I think Damian Lillard would have been a good fit with Joel Embiid. I think that would have yeah. been a great fit. I think that would have been a better fit than than James Harden really, because you have a guy that's been clutch more consistently. Than James Harden, so uh, I really thought the the Sixers should have went hard for for Daniel. if they could have. I thought they should have tried to make a move to make Joel Embiid happy. Yeah, I, I agree with that too. That that would have been a nice matchup, especially with Maxi over there, man. Um, mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting because you know Tobias Harris is gonna be part of any deal. Oh yeah, Philly man. So who's willing to take on? I mean, it's inspiring contract. So and, and that's another thing, man. You know, inspiring deals get you picks. So I mean, I'm willing to sit through a year Tobias Harris for a pick or two, man. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. So, um, so real quick before we roll, man, looking at the Western Conference real quick, do you think this trade boosts the contender status of the Phoenix Suns? Because obviously we know the real deal's over there now, right? And then with that big three, <laughs> that big three over there, and you know they they really had to fill out that bench using you know league minimums and here and that. Do mm-hmm. you think this this move solidifies them as a favorite in the West, or you still think it's you know between the Warriors or the Nuggets? That's a good question. Uh, they still – so they haven't – I'm trying to look at a, a, a Phoenix Suns depth chart just to look at their roster right now. Uh, ESPN has not updated it yet, but that bad man in in, in Denver, uh, Nikola Jokic, you know, they just don't have an answer for him. And your, uh, Nurkic certainly is not going to slow down Jokic at all. Uh, Jokic put up video game numbers against the Suns in the playoffs. The Suns, they were putting up some video game numbers too. They had some very, very high-scoring games. In uh, in the playoffs, but man, they uh, they they still don't have an answer for Nikola Jokic and Devin Booker as well. I mean, sorry, not Devin, Jamal Murray. Uh, if he plays the way that he did last year, then the the Nuggets certainly will have another chance to repeat. But uh, yeah, I mean, the Suns. I think I think they did get better, yeah. only because they got some more depth and just the Aiton 
the the Aiton and and uh, Sun's relationship, it, it just wasn't going. It was going nowhere fast. Yeah. So I think they did need to make a move. So, um, but they have a good roster, man. Eric, they got Eric Gordon come off the bench. Uh, just looking at that roster, I thought that was a good pickup. I thought they made some a couple of good moves. Uh, they got yeah. uh, Utah uh, Watana Bay. I think he's I think he's a good player off the bench. Uh, Kata beats Diop. I mean, he's okay. He's not bad uh, as a backup. And you know, they got our guy Jordan Goodwin. He should be a good uh, backup point. And Bowl Bowl, I think that is a good pickup. I, yeah. th- I thought that was a good pickup. Drew Eubank- Eubanks is a solid guy off the bench. Bradley Bill playing point guard is really going to be funny. <laughs> That's going to be hilarious just seeing that. Yeah. I think Devin Booker, honestly, would be the better guy to play point guard because just because of the turnovers. We've seen it in the clutch as well. So I think Devin Booker would be a, the better option at point. Um, and then Kevin Durant's 35. You said these guys are not getting any younger. That is true. I did not know that Kevin Durant was 35. Yeah. I did not even realize that he's that old. He's 34 right now, but he's going to turn 35 in two days. September 29th is his birthday. So, yeah, their window is very is pretty short. I mean, Brad is still young. He's 30. Devin Booker is still young. But their, their window, yeah, they're, they're, they're all they're in it to win it. They got these big contracts, KD, Devin Booker, Bradley Bill. Um, they are in it to win it right now. So it's a make or break season for them, for sure. Yeah, I agree, man. I think they, they're definitely better. They, they, they definitely solidified at the bench, man. Yeah, I'm they sorry, got, they got Grayson Allen too, right? Yeah, they got Grayson Allen. Okay, there's just so many moving parts. So they got a they got a good defender, and I, yeah. I want to say, let me see if they still got a Koji because there's just it's just so much going on. I didn't yeah, I really get he, to see uh, much of the trade. I think a Koji starts at the three. A Koji, okay, so Zasa Koji's on the right. So you still they still have better defenders, good defenders yeah. that can help Brad. You got a Koji that can help Brad defensively and Devin Booker. You got Grayson Allen that can play defense as well so you got some guys that that are looking to defend a jordan goodwin too he's a guy that can defend too so they got some defenders they did improve they got better yeah they definitely got better man it's just they gotta find a point guard i, I don't know mm-hmm. if i sit well with brad being the point man it's just <laughs> it's one thing to bounce the ball off your foot when it's just local but <laughs> when it's on national televised games man look right. i'm just saying you know and i let you know, i ain't gonna, I ain't gonna get on brad you know ain't gotta do that no more but um i just they need a point guard but yeah, I think, like I said, you know, before we roll, man, everybody won that trade. You know, everybody, you know, they got a, what they needed according to their timeline. Mm-hmm. So Milwaukee and Phoenix, they're still – that window is it's closing a little bit for both of them. But Portland, man, three to four years, man, Portland's going to be a nasty in the Western Conference, man. Shade and sharp. Scoot Henderson. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, there's a lot of interesting pieces in Portland, man. It definitely fits their timeline. So uh, we're going to go ahead and roll there. Um, definitely comment below and let us know what you guys think of the trade. Should the Wizards have been a third team in this move? What do you guys think? Definitely let us know. Wherever you get your podcast, five-star review is much appreciated. And like, subscribe, hit that notification button, let you guys know when we drop a new episode. So definitely hit that notification button. So, again, let us know what you guys think about the trade. But, again, hail to the Wizards and peace. See you guys next time.